Good morning. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Melissa. Yay. Okay. Hi, Jenna. I'm so excited, everyone. Hello. Let me see volume turn it up. Everyone can hear me, yeah? Okay, let's just take a moment to drop in together. So you can keep your eyes opened or closed. You can place your hands somewhere onto your body. And I just want you to take a couple deep breaths. If you like to sigh out the mouth, if you like to feel into a certain place in your body, just want you to notice as we stop before we dive in, what's here. Really feeling into your breath. Feel into your heart. Thinking of one word that describes your journey since our last call two weeks ago, what you feel in this moment. And when you have the word or the sentence or the phrase, you can type it into the chat. So oh good, expansive. It's been so powerful to just watch what's unfolding and how you guys are similar in similar places yet so different. And I'm excited, falling, not in a scary way, yes. Falling forward, evolving, so good. Okay, something I wanna share with you guys is I worked out this morning in the gym and I was listening to Alex Hermosi share um, what Taylor Swift, The Rock, The Beast, um, Kylie Kardashian all have in common. And the first one was longevity. Some of them have been doing this for two decades. And so what we see is like billionaire success. Everyone knows them. They're so cool. Their brand is like powerful. But what we don't know is like, most of them started when they were 12 or 16 years old and it's not an overnight success. And I was like, oh, this is so powerful. And I shared this in the podcast, but I'm like, if we just put that into perspective, where will we be in a decade rather than like what we've achieved in the last three years of our business? Like that's so small to like what we see those people that are just like crushing it. Like I watched the documentary on Netflix about Taylor Swift and the amount of things that she's gone through and like in the public eye and where she started and who she's evolved into and just how she's really built a brand on connecting to her audience and using her audience and her own personal story to weave in. And I'm just like, if there's anything that I can do in my brand, it's like, be more like Taylor Swift. 
<laughs> so um, that's just the inspiration I brought. But yeah, I would love to hear your celebrations, your wins, what you've been reflecting on, and then any questions that you have. And you can just go whenever you're ready, unmute. Oh, I just realized I was um already unmuted. I just had a go at my husband because he just walked out naked and you all would have seen him. So I was like, <laughs> and then I just realized I was unmuted that whole time, I think. Um, yeah, celebrating. I'm just celebrating how much more clarity I have in my business and that I feel there's some like, yeah, real direction and moving forward. And I've got, um, yeah, some goals to work towards. Um, yeah, I feel um, the past couple of days I've been in a bit of a descent, a bit of a contraction, but I always know when I'm like that, I'm about to expand more. And it's just like my ego, like, no, you can't grow. You have to stay here. But um, I just need to trust that I will get over that and I will start to grow. And, yeah, I definitely feel um, expansive, like, the word that's the very first word that dropped in today um yeah is that all you needed to know yeah I yeah. love that so much too because I know that after we, you got the one-on-one -on -one call and I know that after we talked about that it was just like it was obvious what your brand was going to be and what the pillars were. And I know that we did this with Jenna and I know Sarah is like in the midst of creating this too. And that feels so expansive. And then there's the contraction because the contraction has to happen for us to draw in. And then either the baby comes out or the business is born or whatever it may be. So I love that. And then the only other thing is like, what questions do you want to workshop or go over? I know that you and I are dialing in like what and how to put on a sales page. Um, and one week from now, we're really going to dive deep into like what goes on a sales page, really clear, direct marketing that yes, covers pain points, but really emphasizes the desire of where they want to go. But like, as far as what you said with writing too in Voxer, writing is a practice. Anything that we do in our business is a practice. And so when we're like something I've been doing a lot in the CEO Ripple Collective lately is like, are you going back and reading your content? And do you feel expanded by your own content? Do you feel activated? Do you feel like it's clear? And using your own like constructive criticism to see like, how can I create that exact post and do it better? And if you have a post that does really well, how can I really bring that content to the forefront of my business and marketing? Because I know it's already working. Yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, with the sales page, I actually fell into that more today. I was like, mm, there could be a bit of a block there, but I also felt a bit of pressure because I've got the in-person workshop on the 16th of March and I thought, oh, no, I have to have this sales page all done because I want to be able to use my new sales page for my in-person workshop on the 16th of March. But then I'm like, Oh, but my sales page at the moment, what is it, is that for? Is that for like my freebie or is that for the low ticket offer? I was like, could I even use that for the 16th of March? So I was just feeling like maybe I should just leave it and just use what I already have for the 16th of March. And yeah, I just felt I was just like a little bit like, um, what am I doing? Because also if I have freebie and the low ticket offer and then later on I plan to you know do group coaching um like do I call them the same thing or should they be called something different because my program like at the moment set boundaries a she wolf way 
So would it be like set boundaries, the she-wolf way, free mini course? Or is it like, yeah, I don't know. So I was just a little bit stuck with that. And then you suggested start with your freebie. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But then I'm like, oh, but I've got the in-person one on the 16th of March. I really need to improve my sales page because um, I've got a couple booked in already. Usually I have a bit more booked in, but I just felt because this is in person and it's local, I'm from like a small, you know, city town, maybe I've exhausted my audience here or something. But then I'm like, mm, have I really? Maybe I do just need a new sales page. So that's, that's just what's happening at the moment. That's why I felt that block. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really good because like think about the pressure. Like if you put pressure on a relationship, what happens? You know, it doesn't it doesn't expand. And so what I think too is like with the relationship and with the um, workshop that you have, like let's look at the sales page, like send that to me and I can give you feedback on what it already is. And I'm sure there's simple tweaks that you can make so that you can expand your enrollments. And as your business starts to grow and evolve, you need more people to know about you. So something that you could think about is like running a small budget of Facebook ads so that people start to understand your brand as the she-wolf and getting people in that radius. Because in Facebook, you can target certain radius with certain interests, and that's going to grow your brand online, but it's also going to increase your signups. And then the other way that you can do that is through networking and having other people talk about this retreat, uh, this event, you know, the workshop that you're doing and having other people market it and put it into different places and then putting flyers around in certain different aspects that you can do in person to increase. And what I would do for you right now, because it's on the 16th, is the one way that we can get more into what we're doing is focus. So since this is your focus right now, is like, get as many people in the room for this as possible. So that means all of your content that is online is drawing to this workshop. Every single day you're talking about this workshop. Every single day you're selling this workshop. Every single day you're talking to someone new, telling them about this workshop, like for the next two weeks, right? Like all of your energy is on this because the more people that get in person with you are more people that want to work with you in the future. And it doesn't mean that you have to have them to sell them into something because right now you're nurturing them. So getting them on your email list, transforming their lives at the workshop, you'll sell to them later. Don't rush that part. Focus on getting as many people there to connect to the hearts and build relationships in this experience. And that's going to help you in the long run. And when we focus on one thing at a time in our business, that one thing grows. And I think for you, like having an event with thousands of people at the She Wolf experience is going to explode your online business and your retreat. So if you really think about it, this one day event could be all you need to grow every other part of your business. So how can we get more people at this experience? That's like the first thing that I would say. And then the other thing is for your, um, what do I create the freebie? Do I call it the same thing? I definitely would have them different names because the She Wolf Boundaries Experience Workshop is one thing, but the mini course is going to be a different thing. And the group coaching is going to be a different thing because at every layer of the customer journey, the transformation, they're not getting the same level of transformation. Like when you do group coaching, if you do, it's the power of the collective, right? Like everyone here is a little bit hesitant. Like, I don't know, can I trust these people? And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, that story connects here. What they're saying there connects to me here. I don't resonate with this. And so the power of a mastermind is that it's not just you and me, it's all of us and all of us supporting each other. And so what Amplified Impact is, is the power of the collective. What the CEO Ripple Collective is, is like, it's massive support, but like you do it on your own here, we're doing it together. And so at each layer, it's a different experience. Like Instagram gold isn't called the CEO ripple collective. The CEO ripple collective isn't called the amplified impact, but they're all the same thing. Strategy, embodiment, mindset. That's it. Like they're all the same, but they're different. And so I would, I would brainstorm like what you want to do. And even when you present your she wolf workshop, 
and you hear what they're excited about, you hear the level of transformation, you might find that you discover a new name based upon like what you have in the conversations with them that activates a new download for you. Like it's the download for what it's going to be sometimes doesn't happen here at the computer. It happens in our workshopping together and also in client conversations. Cool. Yeah, that helps heaps. Yeah. I'm definitely, yeah, I'll start to focus more on the um, in-person workshop I have and I'll send you the sales page, what I have now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll give you yeah. feedback on that. And then something that you can put together is how you launched this. Like write down everything in this Google document that you've done, where these people have come from and what you plan to do. So that way, when I see everything that you've done, and how these people came in, I can give you ideas on what you can do for the next like 16 days to get as many people in as possible. Because creating urgency, creating curiosity, celebrating people that have come in and talking about this, like you're so excited to get more people in. Like you could triple the amount of people that are at this workshop just by putting all your energy into it. And also us looking at like what you've done thus far and what you haven't. Okay, cool. That's really good to hear because sometimes I have this thing going on where I'm like, I'm talking about my things too much. Like I'm talking about my workshop too much. Like on every single social media post, I'm like, oh, talking about it again. Everyone's like, yeah, but I just need to get over that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And go look at the last three of my posts. All of them are talking about the CEO Ripple Collective, but it's not until the very bottom. It's through storytelling. It's through my story. It's through my client's stories. And then at the bottom, I'm like, hey, and if you want this comment impact below. So it's like, it's a small piece. I'm still giving value. I'm still sharing story. I'm still selling the offer, but it's not all just like, hey, come to my workshop. Like that's where it's like, we have to get better at how we sell. And next month in the CEO Ripple Collective, I'm really going to be talking about how how to sell with soul, where it's like every day you're selling the one thing that you want to sell, but it's sometimes it's just selling the concept of it and not even having a, like, how do I do this? And you're just talking about your transformation with no call to action. Sometimes it's like, Hey, do you want this experience? Let me show you how comment she wolf experience below. And there's different ways that we can sell, but in today's world, it used to be seven times that we see something when we buy. The last number that I heard was 32 times. And so I know from the like stats, and I also know from experience, like just talking about amplified impact, there's some people that come to me, they're like, Amber, I've been doing this for seven months and, and nothing's happening. And I was like, I launched amplified impact six times and then it took off. And that was a year and a half later. So would you talk about the same offer? And it goes back to like the longevity in the beginning. Like we, we have to like, when we have that thought of like, we're talking about it too much, what we really need to do is spice it up. Because if you have a beautiful marriage, you, you're going to talk about it all the time. And if you're not, if you don't have a beautiful marriage, what do you need to do? Spice it up. So what are the different ways in which we can spice it up? There's so many different ways to spice up a marriage. Just like there's so many different ways to spice up selling. Yeah. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Thank yeah. you. Of course. I'm excited to see your sales page and like just your launch thus far. And then I'll give you some new ideas that you can implement. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yay. Okay. So um, all I can hear, and I have to like say it off the bat, is like they say it happened for me overnight. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess it took 10 years for me to be an overnight success. And like I started consulting about 11 years ago, and I've been teaching functional spirit science now for almost four years. And um, I think that sometimes that even gets lost on me because when we're really excited about something and then we like try to track it and, and catch it and see where things are, it can feel like I can get analytical. Like I can feel like it can get analytical and is this and that and how will it and how won't it. And I also heard right now while Melissa was talking, I was like, oh no, it's super pumped. It's like Uber, that thought process of like, if you're not excited enough, 
that's what it feels like it's not fun but then remember like this is fun this is what we want to do and like the more that we talk about it in that light um is really good and on my end um I, so first of all, I'm excited because I've got a client who has signed up for an interview for my like largest program, which I didn't know was even happening. Um, and it was because I went to a live event and did a speech and then had a consult and it kind of like tumbled into, I want more. I need more than that. I need more than that. And, um, so that is the biggest thing that I'm kind of like knowing will happen now. I'll be talking to her next Monday to see if we can kind of close into that like year long package. And um, that feels really good. That feels like the biggest like, oh, okay. All of this stuff that's been coming together that now that we're intending on it can happen. Um, and then my thought processes around, and I know this is a thing with me, is that first of all, with what I do, I don't usually share a lot of like personal faces and stories and things because of uh, just like medical protection stuff. I make sure that, you know, I make not crossing any lines there. And so it makes marketing a little bit weird on that side and making sure that I'm being respectful. And then I probably could do more. It's just me being very cautious. So, um, something fun that I learned about myself is I took the fun little, um, autism test because people have always told me, Hey, something's a little bit different about you. And it's like all social and so I kind of knew that, but like when I heard it, I was like, oh, of course, it's like, I really passed it, right? Like passed it with all kinds of colors. Um, and so I'm realizing that a lot of the overanalyzation of everything I say and everything being spelled correctly and in the right spot is probably also dampening some of the fun that can be put into that. Um, and then the questions that I have, so I'm, I'm going past that. Like I realizing that has actually helped me be like, okay, there's nothing wrong with who anyone is. And so, although people in my whole life have kind of like disclaimed me and been like, she's a little strange and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's kind of opening up to realize like that is the superpower. There are certain things that I can like move past understanding that that resistance is natural. Um, and my persona page is separate from my business page. And we've set up the mini chat. I say we on a lot of these things because my husband helps me do the website stuff. So that's why it's like, I, we, we, I, I, we. Um, and we set up the mini chat and we're waiting to hear back on something like for, to make sure because it didn't like trigger immediately. So we're talking to them about that, but I only have 150 some followers on my business page and I'm feeling a little bit like weird about the effort that's being put in for that number to grow and to like actually make an impact with all that I'm doing. And so I just kind of want to get some insight on that or if you have any tips or tricks or what, you know, could increase that or if it's worth just going ahead and going forward and doing it and just like putting it in into that space. Um, I know that I can do some things and I'll do my persona page. I'm going to start doing reels there and then just kind of tying over and saying like, Hey, check out this page and hopefully like push some growth, growth over into the page. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, that's all of the stuff when, I, when, when Melissa was talking, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And this is so good. And then you would say something. I was like, oh, this is so good. So I know that I've got thoughts all over the place. Um, but primarily it's the visibility on reels and getting comfortable with like putting it out there more often and, and doing that creation without it needing to be, oh, even saying it makes me like without it needing to be perfect, it's like, oh, but why not? Like, dude, everything has to be in line and it all has to be perfect and it has to be the best whenever. But looking back at some of my other posts from the very beginning before we rebranded, I was thinking I can use a lot of the same content because I've been, my pillars have been very strong for a long time. So I can use some of this content and make it a little bit quicker for me to produce. So with such a follower count, how often should I be posting? What makes sense as far as that's concerned? While also, you know, the work that I do with clients is 
it, it takes up the time that I have, not all of the time that I have. I'm a very lazy producer. I love it. It's like, I, I don't like to be like in that doing, doing, doing phase. Um, but yeah, I just like to get some insight on how to utilize all of that history that I've got, all of the stuff that I've got coming forward in the context that I have where the business page isn't huge at all. Um, and I do see a big difference if I do a lot of videos or lives or whatever, I know that it makes a difference. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to get some input on that. I'm Bye. celebrating you so big because in-person events are such a good way for us to grow our brand and that you got a client directly from that. It's just like more people need to know you. That's it. And so when it comes to like personal slash business, this is where it gets tricky because you're having to put in double the amount of effort. And if you start to cross pollinate both of those, people won't know who to follow, right? So they might follow you on one, but not the other. And that's why I like to have them together. But what I would suggest is going all in on one of them. It doesn't matter if it's the personal or the business, but like going live and going live with other people is going to exponentially grow people knowing you because you're so smart and you have a really fun way. And I love how you lost the fun with like this test that you did and this perfectionism because that's going against your brand. And so I think if you just take like one thing that you can do is not saying your clients' names and not talking about them, but like, this is what we do. And this is what I've done. No names involved, but like your process in it and showing them how it's fun and teaching. Like you could go live for five minutes or you could create a reel for a minute and a half. And if you do that one to three times a day, you're, you'll have one video that takes off and then another video that takes off and then you'll make more of those. But I think that if you just start to bring your personality and your, 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 um, your testing that you did and, and how you realize that perfectionism was holding you back, but like how you have so much fun and what it is that you teach and how your way is so different. It's like, even the way in which you create and the way in which you share, it's like, it's so magnetic because it's so different. And so what I would do for you is I would go back to all the content that you've created and turn it into lives and turn it into reels. And I would go out and be like a little social butterfly for other people that like would be in like your niche and be like, Hey, let's go live and talk about this topic. And then you're going to get put in front of their audience. And that's fun. Right. And another thing that you can do is like have clients that are okay with it. Hey, I want to coach you on a live Instagram call because like your story is so powerful. I want to help other people using your story. And so bringing them on and like having it interactive, like that's going to really help you grow is like taking what you've already posted, repurposing it into lives, into reels, because people just need to know you. And if you do more presentations in Instagram lives and Instagram reels, like it's inevitably going to take off. And so it's like this 10 years of experience that you've had the last four years of like the brand that you're building, it, you just need more volume, more visibility. And that's going to happen through collaboration and networking with your like people and then building new networks with other people online. And then just really sharing like what you believe and why you believe it and how you intertwine this into your fun philosophy. And then as you're creating content, this is for everyone, create a lot of content about your brand, but always be selling your freebie or your low ticket offer. And then from your low, low ticket offer or your freebie, always be selling your high ticket offer. And, and that's just going to slowly come over time. But like before you start selling, give tons of value, give tons of teaching and get people in the room to know who you are before you start selling. Okay. So this is what's crazy about like finding out what it is. Like I really have like an amp up to mm, perform and it's not unfun for me to do that. Like I enjoy doing that part of it. And I think that I might not have seen the internet as a place because when you're saying like, get to know you and blah, blah, I'm like, well, I used to go put flyers and I did it. My assistant would go put flyers on cars in the parking lots of the hospital because I'm going to give a speech and I have a specific day and I get ready. And in that space, then I speak and I meet people and I network and I'm good. And I think I'm very protective about my personal space. And so I've had this mindset of the internet is like my personal space. It's like social more than the, the other side of things. 
And so I, I like saying like throw into all one. I think what I've been hesitating on is more people know or follow my persona. And I, I want to throw all into the business side of things because I can put it there and it feels safe for me that I can like do those speeches and then I can like let that out and that it feels like a separate space. But I've been afraid to because it's such a, it's smaller compared to, right? Um, and I think that that really does help me to understand really anytime that I do a speech, I think like two thirds of the people are working with me in some way. Anytime that I'm one-on-one -on -one, and actually the person that I'm talking to on Monday that will get this larger package, um, told me, she was like, it's just because you're so self-actualized, you're real. And like, there's not a lot of people that I can see in my sphere that are real and in that space. Um, and I'm part of the founding members of Functional Pharmacists. Um, it's a, an organization that is huge and it's grown huge. And I'm very good friends with one of, with the person that started it. Um, thousands and thousands of people. And people are always asking me to do things for that and to like play into it. And I really don't know what it is other than just doing it and getting over that like aversion to honestly like people like in general the people feel is is not comfortable for me I'm okay with like the performer and the people out there and I'm great with one-on-one -on -one. and the other things have just historically made me really uncomfortable and it doesn't feel fun and I think that when it doesn't feel fun then I don't show up freely and I don't show up completely actualized I show up very like this is what I'm doing and you should have fun and it's like that's not the message that's getting across so I think that uh, tell me what you feel about that like I know you've seen both pages right like the my actual persona is more fun it's fun I, I enjoy it and if I'm having issues then I'll, I'll hey I'm having issues this is what it is and my persona page is coming from pharmacy is very like buttoned up and like as much fun as I'm having, there's still this like level of wall around it. What do you think about me throwing all into that side of things and making it more fun and playing it forward versus pulling on the persona side and directing over to the website? Yeah. What I, what I heard when you were speaking is guarded, you're guarding yourself. And so if you're guarding, not only who you are as a human, but who you are as like a brand, it can't grow. And so I think what, like, what you can do is like, Hey, I know that I'm good at presenting. I know that I'm good at connecting. I know that I'm good at having conversations, which platform, which page do you want to bring your full self to and take the guard down knowing that this is you using a platform where you have the stage that you can reach millions? Like all you have to do is think about this is my stage and I get to create the atmosphere in it. I get to create the bar. I get to create who comes in and who doesn't by your marketing and your messaging and bringing your brand to it. And so when you just think like, and you don't have to answer the DMs. That can be your husband. That can be your VA. Like you don't have to go in there and be the person that's connected. You can be the presenter, but the human is what they want. And so then that's where you get to decide like how often are you there? How often are you in the DMs? But like, this is your stage where you get to present and bring your full self to. And that's, what's going to grow. Even if it's smaller, like even if you decide to go in on the smaller one, the smaller one's smaller because it's guarded because it's protective because it's like, I got to put on the tie, but like, you're not going to grow a personal brand pretending to be something you're not, or like holding back all that you are. And that's something that I learned in the video from today is that like, the, the one, the most successful people have allowed themselves to be all, oh, the other person that he brought up that I was missing this whole time was Joe Rogan. And one of the things that he talked about Joe Rogan is why he's so successful is because he is the niche. He talks about politics. He talks about aliens. He talks about business. He talks about personal development. Who's his niche? It's all of them. And so when we're building a personal brand, it's like you get to be the niche by having fun and building out what scientifically is fun in your health and wellness perspective. And so using this as your platform to amplify your voice and protect your energy of course, like 
for me, like there's so many things that happen in my life that I don't share. And yet I share so much on my platform, but what I'm sharing from is like a lifestyle perspective, uh, perspective, being free, being self-expressive and really creating the life that you desire through the actions that you take. And so you bringing those pillars into your marketing, into your messaging and taking the guard down, doesn't matter which side you use and going all in, that's going to help you to grow. And it might just be like deciding that this is your platform and you don't need anyone else's stage because you have your own. You hit that on the head. And I didn't realize how much this is like, I, I can feel like some healing work needs to be done. I know, I don't know how much basically four-ish years ago, my business partner, while I was in Costa Rica, literally stole my business, did a bunch of accusations across town, crashed right over 800 clients and threatened me not to talk to them. It has been, I, and it really brought up stuff from earlier in my life and I've been healing on it, but I hadn't realized like how I'm dealing with it is really with the shield up and I don't want to continue to do that. And I think I'm going to cry. Um, I think the only way to do it is to just do it and to realize it's going to be okay. Um, but it's just like, it's like a fear and we're, we still, they've been pushing off. So we still have the lawsuit where we're trying to get back what happened in September. And I don't like being in that status. I don't want to be in these conflict, conflicting places. And I feel like my presence every time that I'm public and in that space, because it's the same space, is very like cautious and very like afraid in a lot of ways. And that doesn't, that doesn't feel aligned with what I want to do. And so I'm really grateful because I hadn't really, like when you said guarded, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the truth. You know, like, um, I, I don't want to do that. And I don't want to just keep pushing it off onto the other side of myself that can handle it. Cause at some point I'm, that's going to be full, you know? So, um, yeah, I, and I'll tell you that when I do the, I did the Kundalini practice and like immediately I felt other things in my life happening. So I think that maybe for me, it really is just focusing on healing that guardedness and probably things will go ahead and naturally move from there honestly mm, wow Jenna yeah because that's it, it's it's you've been broken you know it's you've been her and the only way for you to fall in love again is to open your heart to what can happen and to know that like you have everything you need inside of you to do it again and that not every human is that type of way and I think the kundalini exercise of cord cutting is like cutting this out energetically in your body, like energetically cleansing through kundalini is going to help you to really show up in your power and to know that like so many successful people have had this happen to them, whether it's like they hit bankruptcy, the partner that they had is going to go, but then they come back tenfold when they allow themselves to open their heart to love again, when they allow themselves to be vulnerable again, to go all in onto that dream, knowing that like, yeah, that happened to you and it's not going to happen again. And if it does, you have what it takes to get through to the other side. So it is, it's the energetic clearing and like knowing that you're safe to show up again in your power. Thank you so much. That's true. I, I do feel like, I do feel like that's the piece and yeah, it's time. It's time. I've done, I know I've done the work. I know I've done the stuff and I feel confident in me. And I think that it's like, now it's time to feel confident enough to like, let me out in the world. Like I feel like a baby bird. Like I know I can fly. I just have to jump out of the nest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm excited to see that come through because like you said, all of your clients are coming through in person, bring that online and you are going to like have millions of followers, like the way in which you see the world and what you bring into the scientific field and like how we actually think and operate from your perspective is like, it just needs to be heard by more people. And you have a free platform to do that. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
Am I up? Oh, okay. So hello. Um, <clears throat> just being here with you ladies right now is just giving a lot of clarity already. Just this meeting and I've been writing down kind of what I've been celebrating. So right now I'm celebrating. Um, I left my job. So it's been like three or four years that like my password has been like hustle now to change soon. Like I'm going to change soon. I'm going to do this. And then like, but I've always been so scared. <laughs> and so I finally did it. I'm um, finally going all in and um, feeling like a little bit behind in this group. And the fact that like a lot of you have your pages designed and have done a lot of the work um, that I haven't done yet. I don't know, like I started in February. Did you guys start in January? Yeah. Okay. So everyone started in um, February, the same month as you. So only Yale started um, at the end of December, beginning of January. Okay. Um, so anyways, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm, I do feel like I'm a little bit behind, but in some ways for my own personal growth, I feel like I'm growing a lot. Um, just that confidence that I have now to go all in on my business. And so I feel like I have more freedom. Um, as far as um, sharing online with Instagram, I think I posted a reel that finally, like the first one that's had like, I think close to 2000 views, which for me, like uh, I was only getting two or 300. So, and what that was for me, was just expressing like who I really am in this moment. And then I was able to align um, with other people that are like felt that way. So I kind of, like I said, having this clarity and figuring out the process, but now I have to take that clarity and where I am and then have those things that attach like my, my freebie and my workshops and um, every, all of my offerings. So that's kind of where I'm at as I've got to put in the, the work there. Um, let's see. Another thing I'm celebrating is that I have been networking more. So I started doing some local community stuff um, with this other girl named Sarah. And she was living in Hawaii. Um, and so she has a lot of experience and she's kind of already done the, the square space and she's kind of willing to help me with those kind of technical things, which is great. Cause I hate to put that all on you, Amber. <laughs> it's probably like the worst part of your job. Um, so that's really exciting. And I think, um, because her and I are doing local classes that now I'll be able to get more contacts and more emails and start to grow my contacts and the way that I'll be able to reach out with my offerings. So things are coming together. Um, one more win is that I opened a business checking account because I, I think the biggest thing I was scared about, like when I... Uh, when I quit my real job is having that income verification to get loans and all of that, that was a block for me. So I'm taking the steps to be able to still be legit, but with, as an entrepreneur. So those are all like the, the things that I've been doing. Oh my gosh. I love you so much there because you're so not behind. It feels that way, but like really you're being expanded because you have other mamas in the room showing you that you don't have to work a real job to take care of your family. And like, that's so huge because it's so scary. Like we don't know, like when I jumped, I didn't know it was going to work and I didn't know I was going to become a mom, but like to be your evidence that you don't have to hustle and you can create a career out of this, that is just so expansive for you. And it's so powerful because what they say a lot in the entrepreneur world is like, be the smallest fish in the room. You want to be a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. You want to be a billionaire, hang out with billionaires because you want to start to think like these people. If you keep hanging out at jobs where people are working in jobs, you're going to keep thinking like them. So now you get to think in a new way. And I just got goosebumps because it's so exciting that you put yourself into this room at a time where you're taking a leap. Like Jenna's getting ready to like take a bigger leap and be like, I'm a badass in front of people in person. And like, for me, it's the other way around. Like I can show up online, but like put me in front of a stage and I'm like my heart beating out of my chest, you know? 
And so what it, what it's doing for you is it's expanding you and showing you it's possible. And here you are, you took the leap and you know it's going to work. It's just a matter of time. So good for you. And when it comes to Squarespace and having pages, like none of that matters. <laughs> people don't care if you have a website. What is your Instagram and how are you getting people in? networking and creating content. And the fact that you had a viral reel, viral for you, right? 200 to 2000, that's literally viral. What we think about viral is we see people get 10 million, but all of their other views are at 100,000 or 50,000. So this is a viral for you. And what that does is it shows you those people need you. You're connecting with people that want you. So recreate more posts about that. And how you can create more posts about that is instead of like sharing everything, share a piece of that. And then part one, part two, part three, and break down that one viral reel into five different reels and see which one speaks most to your audience. And then break that one down through storytelling, through benefits, through other people's story, through other people who are teaching you different things, using different books. And that's going to help you to build a community of dream soulmate clients by really fine tuning what your marketing and messaging is. And something that I learned, and this is something I wanted to share with Jen, and it lost my mind as she just kept sharing more is 365 days I created reels and it wasn't until now a year later that my reels are getting 5,000 to 10,000 views but when I started the 3,000 the 300 day reel challenge I was getting 200 to 700 it took me a year to go to 200 to 10,000, depending on the real, right? Like there's some that do better than others. And so what we have to think about is going back to what I shared when we started longevity. And so do what's working better, do what's do working more. And that's why Melissa is focusing on in person because her brand is the She-Wolf brand. If she can bring in thousands of people into that workshop, she can funnel them into the highest ticket offer that she has because they've seen her in person. And something that um, another person inside the CEO Ripple Collective asked me and something that I experienced and one of my friends experienced is like, how do I get people that haven't met me in person to hire me? Because when you first go online, who's hiring you? people that have met you in person. How do you start to build online? You show up online like you do in person and you let people get to know you like they would if they were in person with you. And so now a year later, the people that have been following me for over a year, they're starting to ask about how can I work with you? And at the same time, people that are like did yoga teacher training with me years ago, whether I was a student or I was teaching are now reaching out and being like, hey, I've been watching you for the last 10 years. I actually want to learn, but it's been 10 years that they've known me. And so you're building a personal brand right now and that's going to take time and you get to understand and learn from other people here. And so that's a huge celebration. Thanks. And Very what good. questions do you have? Like, tell me, I know that you were like, oh, where's the CEO Ripple Collective? Something for you all to know is be inside of the Facebook group for the CEO Ripple Collective. I do three live trainings. I know Jenny, you're in there because I did a um, real a reflection for you, an Instagram reflection for you. But there's three live trainings that happen inside of there every month. And you guys can always come and be a part of those. Um, and I invite you in Facebook, you'll get a notification. But if you're also in the group, you'll get a notification when I go live, if your notifications are on in there, I made sure you had access to that. But let me know what you're working on. Um, and this goes for anyone here, whatever you're working on, I can send you where the training is. And then we can workshop once you implement what the training is something that Jenna and I have been doing, Melissa and Yale have I been doing is they're working on something. I send them to the video and then we workshop together what they're implementing or questions that they have. So if you want to share kind of where you're at inside of Amplified Impact or the Ripple Collective, I can kind of guide you deeper into like where I would start for you building out your funnel. I think for you, just knowing where you're at, it's creating content. Like you're not ready to sell anything yet because what you want to do is start giving value. And all of you through this conversation and through us un undercovering what your brand is, go and do an, a reintroduction post. Hi, there's new followers inside of here. You might not know me yet. This is who I am. This is what I do. And I will send you guys a couple um, ideas from posts that I've done in the past so that you can see some of mine and you can go and um, recreate your own. I would do that once every month. Um, because it's a way for people to get to know you and you can share different things about your personal life and also the mission that you're on. I did go on to the 
the CEO collective and I didn't see the link to join. Um, I, I ended up getting lost in the many chats. So I don't know if I was looking in the wrong spot. Um, I could see all of the podcasts and everything that you had done. And I feel like I'm able to get kind of caught up with that. But as far as, I don't know that I'm all the way like in with what you're talking about. Okay, I'm I'm gonna copy this link and I'm gonna post it into the Voxer just so okay. that you can. Uh, okay, thanks. You can join the Facebook group. Um, that awesome. way you can get access to that. Yeah. Thank you. So, what are you working on right now? As far as like, do you have your pillars identified? An idea for um, what you want? I'm to pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty much um, like in the beginning of the Amplified Impact, like very beginning, like I just journaled right now. It was like the five lessons that made you who you are today. So that's where I'm at. I'm still like in the very beginning of that course. Um, <clears throat> of course, I thought like I'd be on vacation and be able to work a lot, but that's never the way it is with three kids. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will get there. So that's what I've been working on is with, um, just kind of the very beginning of that particular, um, course. And then I haven't really been able to dive in a whole lot to the other ones yet. So yeah. I, I'm on vacation with one kid and I haven't had a lot of time to work. I'm showing up under my calls and I'm connecting on social media, but like that's the very minimum because when I'm around, Amani wants me. When you're around, your kids want you. Jenna knows when she's around you. So it's like we get these micro tiny little moments where we can escape. And so I think for you, the best part is just diving into content creation module two really identifying what that is inside of module two. And then once you come up with your ideas, put it into the Voxer chat and we can get clarity around that so that even while you're on vacation, you're able to start creating a post at least like you guys, if you want to grow on social media, I'm not someone to tell you how much, but like consistently as much as you possibly can where it's creative and not pressure. Going back to Melissa, anytime you're like, I have to post every single day, it does not feel good. Now that doesn't mean there isn't work or effort. When I first started the 365 day real challenge, I was already creating most days, like five days a week. And so there was days where it was challenging, but now that I've done it, I can create content just through like existing in my life. And it just comes through but that was a practice. And so I would definitely every single day be posting in your stories one day a week, not one day a week, taking a break, but every day posting in your story, something about your life, something as it relates to the way you live your life, something about that you do consistently, you know, um, asking questions inside using the polls to get to know your audience. Like, is this something you're working on? Is this something you desire? Like, and really getting to know who's in your community. What do you want to see more of? Ask me a question and I'll coach you for free. The next five people that drop a question, like put the question box and be like, what do you want to know about functional medicine? What do you want to know about being a mom of three kids and quitting your job? Whatever it is that you put in there, you know, what do you want to know about setting boundaries and like your Instagram stories is your storefront being open. And it's people getting to know who you are and what you do. And what I've been doing on vacation is I've been sharing a beautiful spot and then speaking in Spanish, buenos dias, buenos tardes, you know, and like, that's like showing people that like most people on the internet don't know that me and my husband only speak Spanish. Like that's a whole new level that I actually haven't even shared with my audience. I was like, oh, I'm going to start weaving in more Spanish into my content because I think that's going to be something unique about me. And so when it comes to creating content, go through module two, think about your pillars, share those with me. And then once you have your pillars, that's where you start to get to think about the offer that you can create. And I know the other women had some really exciting ideas for the offers that you can create, but it's going to be a slower process because you're just getting started. And, and that's totally okay. Like module two is going to give you so much that module three is easier. So I used to be like module one, week one, module two, week two. And that put so much pressure on my clients that I deleted week two and I just put module two. So it like, oh, I'm they would come on the call. I'm behind. 
remember that your mindset and what you say is a reality and that makes you feel a certain way. So you're not behind, you're doing the work. I'm implementing module two. How long does module two take? As long as module two takes. <laughs> okay, perfect. The only, I guess the only question that I have is I, I asked you on um, Boxer as well and you did clarify, but it was, so in your bio, you have like your link and then you have all of your offerings. So you're saying I don't necessarily need Squarespace, but my thought is I want to start making money right now. So um, I don't know if this is like too much information, but like I was, you know, only getting like $30 an hour seeing my, as a PTA, but I want to charge like $90 an hour for private sessions and at least like have a couple of people a day. So I'm still bringing in money while I'm doing all of the bigger ticket items. So I want to, what my friends use is Squarespace and they have Acuity. Are you familiar with Acuity? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you, is that like uh, an okay place Jenna, to start? You use that. Yeah. You can share Jenna, your experience. I really like Acuity because it automatically corrects for um, the time differences. You can put your schedule. I can block out if I'm gone for a little bit or back or whatever. Um, And then I think it's like a Stripe integration for the payment. It's really simple and straightforward. Like if I didn't even have a website, I could use Acuity and describe out each of the different sessions and have people sign up. I wouldn't even have to like have a website necessarily. Okay. So, I mean, I really like it for appointment-based things. It's, it's been really good. Yeah. And that's like, for you, you're going to be creating appointments for me personally. The reason that I love Thrivecart is because you can create a sales page that connects to um, PayPal or Stripe. And then that connects to an email automation that sends them a link to my Calendly. And then they get to book through that way. Um, And it's a one-time payment of $690. And if I didn't have Squarespace before I got Thrivecart, I wouldn't have to pay for my website. But because I already have a really big brand and different offers, I have one place that it can hold in that Squarespace. But if I didn't have Thrivecart, I might have Acuity. And so it doesn't really matter what you start off with because you might change down the line. But if like Squarespace is something that you can easily set up like and you can get taking clients right away, then you can do it that way. The other way that you you can do it is one of my clients does this through um, Canva and she just creates like links, uh, like beautiful sales pages inside of Canva that you can click on a link, then you can put, click on like the payment, which is Stripe and or PayPal. And then that funnels them in. You want to think about the easiest way for you to create a sales page, a payment checkout, and then linking it to a calendar. And there's many different ways to do that. But if you like feel called to start Squarespace, then you would have Acuity, which does through Stripe. I also love Thrivecart because once I added in PayPal as an option, I doubled my sales because people could just click a button, click their password, and it was easy. They didn't have to get their credit card out. But that's with low ticket offers, right? So with low ticket offers, it's easier. And I $90 is like a no-brainer price to work with you one-on-one. And I think if you start launching that every single day in your stories or every other day, like here's the offer, here's the investment, here's the link, book now, you're going to get booked out quickly because you have benefits, you know, you have testimonials, you have experience, and that's something that can easily start to generate income into your, into your business right away. And then that income, you can start to put into your Squarespace, your acuity. You can start to put that into um, creating a checkout page and into sales pages, and it'll start to support, you know, that's being resourceful in your business using the skills that you have. Like even in October of 2021, I was doing uh, yoga classes online. I was doing like six week workshops and stuff like that. And it was like, great, because it was building my brand. It was bringing me an income, but it wasn't really bringing in very much income. It was like, you know, $10 per person. But at that time, it felt really good in my business because I was coming, I was rebounding from a pivot in my business where I had went way back far. Um, And so you use the skills that you have and let that to support the bigger dream and the vision that you have, because those clients that you're working with in, you know, what you're doing now are going to work in your higher ticket programs eventually as well. 
I also just want to say like Amber is so spot on about like the saying whatever you're saying whatever you're really feeling literally rewires your neurology and the way that your body responds and so even like the things we talked about here I'll take that into play and be like I am confident I am ready to do this and moving forward and then as far as like bringing money in I have three kids, 17, nine, and seven, and I've been a solo entrepreneur and left my job. I guess my youngest was like eight months old when I did this and to begin. And it's so interesting because there is abundance and it always comes from somewhere. You don't necessarily need to know where it's going to come from. You can have all best laid plans and then something will always come in to take care of you. Like you have to believe that it's so true. And it's sometimes it's when it feels like, oh man, I'm really on the wire here. Like it's, it's really here and it always comes through always, always, always. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you say that. I got goosebumps because when I moved to Costa Rica, you guys, I quit my job and I was thinking about this at the park. So Amani and I have been going on park adventures. We're in the city and it's like, what do you do with a two-year-old? Well, you just go to different parks. And then he's like, mama, otra, otra park. I'm like, okay, let's go to a new park. Sure. Um, and I was thinking when I left Coast for Colorado to go to Costa Rica, I started a GoFundMe, you guys. <laughs> like, because I didn't know how it was going to work. And so many people funded me. And I was like, actually, I didn't need that. But what it did was what Jenna just said, it gave me confidence that money comes from somewhere. And it's always going to keep coming from somewhere. And I took that hustle with me. And I was doing eight massages a day, teaching yoga all over the place. And I was so not free in Costa Rica until I was like, I want to be free. Like how, how are all of these people in Costa Rica not working? I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend how they weren't working, but they were doing all the things I wanted to do. And I was like, oh, they're an entrepreneur. They weren't selling their time for money. And that's all we're doing is learning how to not sell our time for money. How do we do that? We create our own school. We create our own offers. We create our own transformation. And yeah, it's so good. Are you in San Jose? I am. Do you want to go to Sabana later? Like what? You're in Sabana. Yeah. I'm, I'm like right across. I'm down the street from the park. <laughs> oh my God. I'm in Sabana right now at the Hilton. Okay. I'm at secret La Sabana on uh, Calle 50. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's definitely go. We were thinking about going to a museum or something later. Like a kid. Okay. Let's do it. Oh. Yeah. My oh kids my will be so pumped. Oh, awesome. that's so exciting. Okay, good. We'll, we'll text on. Uh... I heard you say in all these parks, I was like, you're like legitimately in San Jose right now. Okay. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I totally forgot that you're in San Jose too. And I just, this just happened. I was walking in Hako the other day. We passed through Hako to come here and someone goes Amber. And it was one of my old clients. She was just sitting there in a chair <laughs> and she was staying with another one of my clients who was a co a cook at one of my retreats. And I was like, Oh my God. But when you're a mom, you don't think about making plans because you're just on the go and you don't know where you're going to be and when you're going to be there. But Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's go. No, I had lunch with my shaman's wife or breakfast, my shaman's wife yesterday. And today we have the private theater rented from five to eight. So if y'all want to do a movie, we could do that oh, too. Can we please? I would love to. Yeah. We wanted to go to the cinemas. Yeah, we have it. We're at Secret Sabana and it has a private theater. We happen to have it rented today from five to eight. Oh, let's do it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Okay. Let's okay. message after this. <laughs> All right. Anyone, if you want to come to Costa Rica and hang out with us. <laughs> the flight is short. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, I will catch up in um, the Voxer. I know there were some things in there from last night that I didn't get to this morning and I will this afternoon. Um, and now you all have action plans and then send it over. And I'm so excited for the next couple of weeks. All right. Bye, ladies. Bye.